We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now, like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. the last french fry and then put it in my pussy (laughs) oh i guess you should put it in my pussy before you eat it i don't know my guest today if you've ever been to ucb you've seen her performing all over the stage you've also seen her on the ucb show Ooh wee it's mary sasson yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) i'm loving this like old school like a shock jock (laughs) sounds Thank you. I just like to, one, be loud. Two, make sounds. Three, have fun. Four, giggle. Five, that's it. I love all those things. And I was really waiting to see where that french fry story was going. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, he ate my last french fry. He chewed it up. He spit it into my pussy. (sighs) I stand on top of him. I squeeze it out into his mouth. I just imagine you going to the OBGYN (laughs) and she's just like, okay, I need this explained. I need to know why there is french fry mush in your pussy. Yeah, you got a yeast infection like I've (laughs) never seen. I've never had a yeast infection. I never have either. Let's knock on wood. Yeah. That was loud. I would like to believe that like... your your pussy's got it or it doesn't. <laughs> I don't know. Mine's just running like clockwork, I guess. I guess mine's running like clockwork, too. Mary, I haven't seen you in a while, and that no. makes me sad. I know. We keep missing each other. Yes. And I think I've been in and out of town. <sighs> we got to remedy this. Where we hang out. Oh, yes. We have to make a dinner party. Oh, yeah. We have to do that dinner party with all my... Uh, newfangled um, things from the wedding. (laughs) (laughs) All my pots and pans and blenders. Was that exciting to get a bunch of stuff? 
it was exciting, but also um, I live in kind of a small apartment and we were just like a little overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the stuff, like you ask for things that like you're not going to use now, mm-hmm. but it's like, you know, 35, 36, you know, 40 year old Mary might want this. Ah. Um, so we just got sort of, or what people would do is they'd be like, you asked for a, um, uh, what's that? Like a crock pot. Mm-hmm. But what you need is a pressure cooker. <laughs> <laughs> so we would get both. And it's like, you mm-hmm. don't need a pressure cooker and a crock pot. <laughs> no, they're like one and the same, right? I think so. Um, I've never used a crock pot. I've never used one either. But I think that like, you can make some like fun chili or mm-hmm. some fun like slow roast. I've also beef. not eaten very much out of a crock pot. My friend Tess's mom was making meat in a crock pot last time I was in Portland, and she was like, "Tasted it to venison," and I, or like maybe rabbit. No, it was definitely deer. And I was like, mm, "I'm so sorry, Bridget. I don't eat deer." And then she's like, "I'm kidding. It's beef." And I said, "Okay," and I and put it in my mouth. Double tricked you. Yep. And the minute it was in my mouth, I was like, this is not beef. This is definitely deer. <laughs> then beef. <laughs> then she was like, do you like it? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, it's deer. And I was like, I know. <laughs> it's a very mom thing to do, to be yeah. like, you'll like it. Just put it in your mouth. Do you think, how did they get the deer? Did well, they shoot it or in Portland you can pick it up from a butcher? I'm not sure. They may have shot it because I was at their, like, a... Uh, Forest house, mm. <laughs> they like their cabin. Yes. Oh no! Their forest house. Yes, it's definitely called a cabin. Mm-hmm. I was at the cabin. Uh, I or lake house. It's on a okay. lake. I don't know why I said forest house. I'm so embarrassed. No, but I'm I love a that name. Fucking idiot. <laughs> so they may have shot it there. I don't know. But also, maybe they picked it up at a butcher. Portland's like a very cool, chill place. Have you been yeah, to Portland? I have not. Um, but I like I haven't gone in enough time. But now I'm hearing like at first it was presented to me of like what a cool place. Mm-hmm. And now more and more, I think because people are being more like just like even woke that people are like, well, it was started as a white haven <laughs> to get away from black it people. Sure was. Which to me is just like. At first, like, oh, how fun. Oh, no. (laughs) It is bad, and their housing laws are terrible, but all their bars serve food till they close. Well, that's fun. (laughs) (laughs) And I know that because my friend's husband owns two bars there. And if you're in Portland, you should go. They're called Church and Chapel Hill. And they're fun. A bar called Chapel Hill. Mm Mm-hmm. And you went to Chapel Hill UNC. No, UNC. UNC, UNC yeah. Chapel Hill. I did, I did, I did. Your color's uh, baby blue? Yeah, we call it Carolina blue, but it's just baby blue and white. Yeah. So we just you appropriated baby blue from to babies. Make it <laughs> Carolina blue? Yeah. I mean, how fucking rude. Oh, no, I didn't start this timer. Who knows how long we've been talking? Oh, wow. Five minutes. Okay. <laughs> That's Marissa. She's on the ones and twos. <laughs> meow, meow, meow. <laughs> kind of. She's got a laptop and a computer. Marissa's listened to so many of these episodes to the point where, like, I almost feel bad. Oh, we almost feel bad. <laughs> but, like, and I say almost because it's her job. So I don't quite feel bad. Yeah. But I almost feel bad because I'm just always just talking about my puss. 
Mary, let's talk about your puss. Please. Your puss is all locked up because you got married. It is locked up. (laughs) Packaged. (laughs) Did you have your year wedding anniversary already? Uh, The end of October. Oh, okay. But it has been a fast year. Yeah. Isn't that wild? It is pretty crazy thinking about like now Facebook will be like, hey, a year ago you did your wedding um, Mm -hmm. shower or this thing or, you know. All the, like all those anniversaries are coming mm-hmm. up. Um, do you like being married? Uh, I do. Um, okay, good. That would have been really awkward <laughs> if your husband, if that's how he found out. If he was like, just imagining Whoa. him, just hearing, just like she watching him from behind, and he slumps. Like being married? <laughs> no, it's um, it's fun. A lot of it feels a lot like dating. Like we were dating for like five or so years before mm-hmm. that. But you just get like you level up in certain ways of like um, he comes from a better family than me. (laughs) (laughs) And like so he has like savings Mm -hmm. and like he has been very much just like these are our savings now. And Uh I'm like, I have savings. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, I have save. I have money now. I have this new stand up joke about how like. Oh, when you like, uh, when you get married, you get a partner, and it's so nice, mm-hmm. and you can teach each other things. Um, did you know that money can also be saved? <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's very funny. Um, but that is very nice, and you do just have like <laughs> levels of support, and like the government will, in like so many little s- sneaky ways, mm-hmm. they want you to get married. So yeah, you get like a tax break for being fucking married. You get a tax break, and like we can share insurance, and like when I. Uh, change my status at work like I just got back like 160 extra dollars really yeah like just filing wise you just get paid like the government doesn't take as much money insane yeah there's a bunch of friends of mine who like like part of me is like Mono and Betsy should just get common law married yeah you should common law marry John because why not I think about that sometimes because then yeah, you just pay less taxes. Yeah. He'll never do it. <laughs> or like somebody who, you I mean, you would have to trust them because they could like, mm-hmm. especially in California, they could take half. Mm-hmm. But like you and Sashir. I mean. We'd have to live together, I think. I think you'd have to live with your. I wonder, yeah. I mean, I, I bet it's easier than like if she was not American. You know what I mean? Fair, yes. But then oh, I was just remembering that you've done this before. <laughs> yes, I have. Ooh, yes, I have been married. <laughs> I don't know if I've talked about it on this podcast. Do you know, Marissa? I have. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was um, not dating but hooking up with someone in the past who I like found somebody casually mentioned like, well, because blank is married. And I was like, excuse me? And it was one of those situations where it was like for a green card. Oh, yes, but yes, for yes. a second, I was like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> um, so you've been married almost a year. Almost I know year. your origin story. It's a stupid one. <laughs> you guys met doing improv. <laughs> well, I guess, yeah, at the DCM Marathon. Yeah, if you don't know what DCM is, it's the Del Close Marathon that used to be in New York City. Uh, it's a three-day improv event where you can go see an improv show at midnight, 3 a.m., 7 a.m., 3 p.m. <laughs> and that's not prime time for comedy. <laughs> and usually people are very drunk. Yeah. Which it's I think fun, pushed a lot of our courtship mm-hmm. along. Because So 
your husband was living in New York. You were living in LA. Yeah. And then you guys were Facebook messaging each other? Well, we knew each other. Th- we like were both mutual friends with Josh Sharp. Mm-hmm. Um, and like that weekend, I like saw him at a bar and approached him because mm-hmm. uh, he is tall and has black hair, which are like two of my checks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then I like texted Josh of just like, I'm going to make out with your friend this weekend. Mm-hmm. To see if he was like, good luck, he's engaged. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and Josh was like, yes, do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did it. Uh, and then I was like, oh, do you want to be pen pals? Um, which I was like, this is already so dumb. Mm-hmm. What do I have to lose? And he was like, yeah, I do. So we wrote letters back and forth to each oh. other. Like um, real live letters. Um, and then I made him be the guest to a wedding in Philadelphia Mm -hmm. Um, and I was a bridesmaid and I didn't eat that whole day because I like just barely fit in the dress (laughs) Um, so I got blackout drunk almost threw up on him (laughs) Um, and the next morning I was like oh I fucked this up I'm gonna put him on a bus back to New York (laughs) (laughs) like I don't need to see him anymore get out of here man I'm gonna go talk about how insane this was to my friends and he was like I can stay longer (laughs) he liked what he saw yeah, which I think is like, uh, we've talked about this, but, and you've seen it of like, I think that's like my favorite thing is like, I'm a, I'm kind of a lunatic sometimes, especially <laughs> if I drink. Mm-hmm. And he has always just been like, okay, cool. <laughs> I, that's sweet. One, can we double back? I think you come from a great family. Oh, thank At your you. wedding, one of your sisters is like, Matt, if you fuck up, we'll fuck you up. <laughs> it made me laugh <laughs> so hard. I was like, this is the wildest bridesmaid speech I've ever seen. Oh, it made me so happy. Um, But yeah, you are a wild drunk. I'm also a wild drunk. And in your vows, you made me cry because you said something so poignant and powerful. You were like, you've never asked me to change. You've never asked me to be quieter. You've accepted me for me when other people... I'm paraphrasing you. I mean, you know your vows. <laughs> I didn't fucking memorize them. <laughs> but essentially, you were like, you accept me for me and never told me to change, even though other people told me to change in order to find someone to love me. Yeah. I... I that it, it was hard to, like, I was like, I want to say what's true in these vows. Mm-hmm. But it was like... I was like, this is a room full of comedians and family and things like that. So it's like, one, I was like, oh, God, the funniness has to be funny. But I was like... Our friends aren't often vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, no, I want to say this. And I do really believe, and I, I bet you obviously did and can relate to this, that if you are a strong, loud, funny, smart woman, you are told a lot to change. Yep. You are told all the time to be less mm-hmm. so that, in my mind, you can trick a guy mm-hmm. <laughs> into liking you. And I remember just being like in a lot of ways and like close good friends would tell me this mm-hmm. of like, don't pursue guys, let them pursue you. Yeah. Like you you can't be funny to them up front or like you're too like that sounds arrogant. Like you're too smart. Tone that down. Mm-hmm. They have to feel like they're smarter. Like in all these ways, you have to bend over backwards. And I am for better or worse, not good at not being me. Mm-hmm. Like I am like you. I'm bold. <laughs> and you like you either love that or you're like, that's. Too much, okay, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I remember just like, I like Matt's like the fourth person or third person I ever dated. <laughs> like, I have not been with a lot of guys mm-hmm. because I wasn't good at pretending to be something else. 
Fair. And I like, that's why it, it works so well because he, I was like, and I met him as a lunatic drunk <laughs> in New York and he was like, okay. <laughs> I want that. Sign me up for that. I mean, I, I want that. I'm also not very good at hiding who I am. And I don't think anybody should less. either. I don't think anybody should either as well. <laughs> I, yeah, I, um, I do spend a lot of time on first dates mm -hmm. trying to do slightly less. Yeah, I don't. And I never know how much it's like how much you bury the lead, how much you're mm -hmm. supposed to bury the lead, how much like I. Yeah, I was thinking about this coming on here of like, I think you and I are both like particular flavors. Mm -hmm. And I think that like part of me thinks that like the reason why, like, and we're both very good flavors. Like, mm -hmm. I think we're both fucking cool. Um, and I think that the reason, though, why, like, maybe we both don't or didn't have more success rate is because, like, everyone goes for vanilla. Everyone goes for cheese pizza uh -huh. because it's not a choice, so you don't have to think about it. Mm. And I think that it's, like, maybe that's naivete or maybe I'm just, like, I'm a nightmare. <laughs> so Naivete? What did you say? It's like to be naive. Oh, say that word though. Naivete. Naivete. Am I saying that word right, Marissa? Yeah. Okay. I've never heard that word. I believe it's like uh, the noun form of naive. Oh, naivete sounds like a white woman who fucked a black man <laughs> and then got pregnant and then named her daughter. Named her baby. Naivete. <laughs> I can see that. I'm just like, oh, I better do it for the culture. <laughs> Um, but I, yeah, I think, and I also like, I think that a lot of guys, especially young guys are like, they're cowards. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they're little baby men or the little baby boys. Mm -hmm. And so like, they want something safe on their arm. They want something that like their bros aren't going to like razz them for mm -hmm. or what they think they will. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, but also I'm like, once you hit like 25, 30, you can't be worried about what people yeah, think. No. But it, that just seems so exhausting. I think that some people do grow out of it. And I do think that like, that is all to say that like, like it takes a confident man to be like, mm -hmm. no, I like you and I don't give a fuck what anyone would say. And also most people are cool and wouldn't be like mm -hmm. what's going on with your girlfriend <laughs> why is she so loud <laughs> man can we talk about how loud your girlfriend is yeah <laughs> it's just like get on board motherfucker <laughs> she's fun i like her but like even listening to this podcast before like i had so many guys i am sure who liked me mm -hmm. and would flirt with me and would say things but then when i was like hey do you want to make this something? Mm -hmm. They would be like, oh, well, um, uh, and I would be like, you fucking coward. Mm -hmm. You don't think I'm dating material or you don't think, like, you are attracted to me. You do think mm -hmm. I'm cool. You do think I'm fun. But somehow I'm not what you think you can date. Yeah, I had that. I've had that experience so many times. I worked with this guy who I thought was so cute and we got pretty close. We would like text all the time. We'd hang out. And then I quit working there. He kept working there. 
and we would see each other like every couple months. And he, at one point I was like, I think I'm gonna start working out and I think I'm gonna lose weight. And he's like, that's a great idea. I think you should do that. And I was like, okay, cool. And I didn't think anything of it. And then every time before we hung out, he'd be like, so how's like your weight loss going? Like, have you lost any weight? Do you think he was like waiting for your- I think he was waiting for me to be thinner to date me. But also that's like me inferring and assuming and putting something on him. Yeah. But like just the fact that every time before I saw him, he asked, I was like, Oh. Why is that what you're latching on to? Yeah, why is that it? And why are our, our hangouts like us baking a pie? <laughs> or like just like domestic things. Yeah. And it was, I think men feel comfortable with me, but I don't know if they're comfortable with me, if that makes sense. Yeah, as like a, a romantic yeah. sexual partner. Because I do think there's still shame in being like, I like a fat lady. I like fucking them. And people are like, ew, why? They're nasty. Like, do you remember, it was a while ago, it was that man who was like, I love my curvy wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't follow them, but I saved a picture of theirs on Instagram so I can go to their profiles whenever (laughs) I want. And their whole identity is so weird. Her whole identity is, my man loves all my curves, and I am happy. And his is like, I love my curvy wife. I think out of the box. I don't need someone who looks like everybody else. But then I look at her, and I'm like, she is like a size 10? Yeah. Maybe a 12? Why is she so different? It's so confusing to me that, that their whole identity is wrapped up in this woman's body. Yeah. Also, social media does weird things where, like, it you can have a niche where you're like, my whole thing is that I have a a supportive husband who likes my curves. <laughs> like, they get so small mm-hmm. where people can be like, my thing is I love goldfish crackers. <laughs> it's like, what? That's enough for a famous mm-hmm. Instagram account? Well, that's like Lil Tay. Remember Lil Tay? Do you know Lil Tay? I don't know if I know Lil, Lil Tay. Lil Tay is a little Asian girl who would make Instagram videos. She'd be like. What up, it's me, Lil Tay. I got a Lambo. I got Gucci bags. I got everything. And she'd make these videos with like t- like stacks of cash. Oh wow! And she'd make videos with um Lil Pump. And then it was outed that her mom was a realtor, and they were filming in the houses she was trying oh. to sell. So then she got fired, and then Lil Tay was exposed as a fraud. Also, the internet is such little like weird like. Uh, gumshoes that are solving these like, <laughs> like why yep. do you care mm-hmm. let little tay film in houses and let her just live her life i it is interesting that people are always like actually yeah this persona you're presenting is completely wrong or people will like zoom in on a picture yeah my favorite thing that was revealed was kanye west went to a wedding in slides that oh, were too small for yeah, his they feet. looked crazy they did but i love that someone zoomed in on yeah. that picture not even like he's wearing socks with sandals but they're too small <laughs> just of too small his heel is hanging off dragging around yeah oh kim kardashian she's been under fire people are mad that she's happy she's thin i wonder what she looks like in real life because she's so short she's very short that to have that small of a waist and be that short she's got to look insane i saw her once at the vmas like two years ago i don't think she was as small as she is now but she is a very short woman and her body is out of this world it lit it doesn't doesn't like 
physics doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't because her waist is very tiny. She's got big old titties and she's got big old hips and a big old butt. But she's very beautiful. Yeah, I think that that body would be weird to carry around, or mm-hmm. like Nicki Minaj's body. Sometimes I'm like, that body Her feels so weird too. to carry around. She's just a taller version of it. Big yeah. butt, big titties, tiny waist. Have you beautiful face? Oh yeah. Have you seen? Uh, I don't know if it was like an article that quote where like Rihanna was like, "Look, if you want an ass, you get a tummy, mm-hmm. <laughs> or like you get a gut." Yeah. If you want a butt, you get a gut. I like love that of just like her admitting like. Yeah, that's what, like, mm-hmm. for Kim Kardashian to have, like, the flattest stomach <laughs> and the fattest ass, I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, and it's weird because I think she still maintains it. She, oh, my wig is sliding back. I have to, like, fix my clips. Because she still maintains that she hasn't had surgery, right? I think Wait, so. Mary, has my hair been looking crazy? Um, I thought I, that that was the position it was supposed to be in if I'm, okay. uh, but now your bangs are more over your face. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I didn't secure my wig. Good thing it's a podcast and not like big film. She's done the full side of your hair. And I'm like, oh, oh fun. Wow, that's how Nicole's wearing her hair now. Just slide it back off to the side. Cool. Oh, that was scary. I think I caught it just before it fell off. <laughs> I would love if it like punctuated a point, uh, like a punchline. <laughs> well, I was like moving my head. And I was like, this is sliding around a lot. Um, no, I think that she's like, this is how my body does things, but it Which, doesn't ever lose fat in my butt. And It's so weird that that's what she maintains. And it's also weird that she's like, I don't wear wigs. And it's like, no, your hair isn't shoulder length, waist length, hot pink yeah. and green. It's just not how hair goes. Your hair would fall the fuck out. Yeah. Everything. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, get plastic surgery, do whatever you want, but mm-hmm. be honest about it. And then sometimes I'm like, maybe it doesn't really matter. But I do think it's like, it's fucking with people's heads. Yeah. It's also insane to be like, I was thinking about this the other day, like, when has a man's body ever gone through like trends? Like, the, like female bodies are like, no, now we need big butts. Mm-hmm. Like, where it's like, women have to be like, okay, let me change my natural body mm-hmm. in a way. Or if you're like a person of color to be like, okay, now you like this about me? Mm-hmm. Like, what? It is weird, because growing up, my mother would tell me to tuck my butt. Oh, interesting. So it didn't look bigger than it was, or as big as it is. Um, she also taught me how to line my lips to make them look smaller. Uh... And then I have a friend who's black whose mom told her to pinch her nose every night for like 15 minutes. Oh, boy. Because when you do that every night or every day they for believe years, it, would get... it makes your, no, it makes your, your nose smaller. It's like wearing a corset. Like if you wear a corset enough, yeah, you just like your waist the will bones. get smaller. So you're like changing the structure of your face to make it look whiter. And then later to be like, big butts are in. It's like, oh. Yeah, no, go fuck yourself. Big lips are in. Oh, okay. This Body is all shouldn't have confusing. trends. I agree, but to answer your question about men, male men don't have trends where they have to change their body per se. Like manscaping was a thing, yeah, which is truly just like clip your fucking pubic hairs <laughs> so they're not whisker wisping in my mouth. Like it's disgusting. Yeah, we like, you can groom like women as a union will come together and be like, um, we have one demand, just one demand. <laughs> um, can you just shave around your balls yeah, a like, little? Could you do something with your toes? <laughs> <laughs> 
Can you clip your toenails on a regular basis? Maybe get a manicure and buff your nails so they don't scratch my fucking vulva. Yeah. Um, that was like a hot thing. Um, metrosexual, which was just a man who thought about his appearance. Yeah, who wasn't a complete slob. Yes, where everyone was like, but are they gay? And it's like, they just look nice. And then dad bod, which is like, we're back to letting men be disgusting. And it's trending. I think I have a mom bod. (laughs) No, I don't think you do. Well, no. I think that I will, like, I always joke that, like, when I have, like, three kids, everyone will go, oh, (laughs) now we get her. I don't think you have a mom bod at all. To me, a mom bod is, like, huge tits, no hips, or all hips, no tits. All hips, no tits. I do feel bad for some uh, bigger women who, like, didn't get boobs. I didn't get boobs. I think, I mean, I think that it, like, I wish I had smaller boobs, but some women, I'm like... Damn, you're curving. You didn't even get boobs. <laughs> That's I didn't get any boobs. I I wear an A cup. Yeah, baby. Oh wow. But I can't find a bra to like actually fit me. So like I'm constantly just not in pain, but always uncomfortable. Well, that's the other thing too. Is that like the uh, the like I don't want what well, the formula for what a bra is is so simplistic that it's just like who does this fits for so few people. Bras fit very few people. Clothing fits yeah. very few people. Um, clothing is just hard. Clothing's insane. I've lately been getting things tailored. I think that is the way you got to do it. Because but... nothing is made correctly. Yeah. I also have like, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Everything is so silly. I look at like some people who are just like straight up and down and I'm like, mm-hmm. God, do you just go to the mall and everything? Mm-hmm. You're like, this looks nice. Well, this looks nice. Well, I'll tell you. They tell me on the internet, no. Oh. Tall, thin people. The pants are too short. That's I like tweeted something about how like, or it was like a retweet where it was like, thin people who can't dress are stupid because everything is in yeah. your size. You better believe a lot of people were like, well, things are just too short. And I'm like, yes, but you could go to like eight different stores and find something. Yeah, yeah you can just get them like a lot of places have long. Yeah. Old Navy, you can just you can go anywhere. I have a question. So, yes. like, oh wait, first let's take a break. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
you know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to get it off your chest with better help. Visit betterhelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. And we're back. Bow, bow, meow. What a beautiful break. Um, before you got married, mm-hmm. did, did wait, did you miss apps? You missed apps. I was on OkCupid for like a week uh-huh. and I got real scared <laughs> and I got off it. So you didn't meet anybody from OkCupid? No, people started messaging me and I was worried I would hurt their feelings if I didn't message back. So I, I got off. You, um, you don't hurt men's feelings when you don't message. They just get aggressive oh boy. and want to know why you didn't message them back. And then they'll be like, you going to talk to me? One man said, you going to talk to me? I said, no. And then he was like, why? And I was like, I don't want to. But anyway, so you were on OkCupid for a week. Yeah, I did miss. I think I am like most thankful that I missed the wave of like Tinder and Bumble and all that stuff. Because I think I would have done poorly on them. I mean, it is... 
very, very hard. I matched with a pizza. <laughs> and the pizza, <laughs> I matched with this pizza in June. And it says, pizza loves you too, Nicole. And I think I said on the podcast that he unmatched me because I <gasps> thought he did. Yeah. But pizza messaged me Wednesday to let me know that I am a liar. <laughs> pizza keeps up with you? Pizza said, a friend told me you mentioned me on your podcast, but said I never responded to you. But I said, I love you, Nicole. Why would you lie about this pie? So pizza. Pizza's getting indignant. Pizza is getting indignant. Pizza, if, is your, if your friend's listening, I'm sorry that I missed your first message. And I'm sorry that I said you unmatched me. Oh, brother. I will say that is a, like the same thing where like on Twitter when people are like indignant or mean or crazy, but they don't have a real profile picture. Mm-hmm. I'm like, go fuck yourself. What are you doing? You're going to hide behind a picture of your dog and say insane things. Well, this person's hiding behind a pepperoni pizza. And then this man, I won't say his name, but this guy matched with me. And I'm 100% sure we have already fucked. <laughs> like, uh, there's no doubt in my mind. And it was bad. <laughs> so when we first fucked, he like came, we like messaged, he came over, and then <laughs> he like pulled down his pants and his dick was like bent. Hmm. Not curved, it was like a drain pipe bent. <laughs> and like I had an angle. Like an L. Oh, wow. And I didn't scream because I figured that was rude. So then I fucked him anyway. Did he you was... have to come in sideways? He hit it from behind. So he he inserted it. Yes. And sucking it, I was like, someone would have to love this man to the ends of the earth to do this a second time. Even when he was hard, it was bent? It was Yes. It was the weirdest dick I've ever seen. It looked like, you know, a sausage casing where, like, yeah. they're links and you can, like, bend them. It oh, was, like, yeah. bent. And then when he ate me out, he kicked his feet. <laughs> like a little dog when he gets scratched on the belly. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, like, looked in the mirror and was like, this is bad. <laughs> then when we were done, he was in the bathroom and I was like, if I start watching TV, surely he'll leave. He'll yeah. be like, she needs her TV time. So I was watching Sisters, uh, and he sits down after going to the bathroom, and he's like, oh, yeah, that Tina Poehler's funny. And I was like, oh, man, it's uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I've heard about them. And I was like, sure, heard you have. about them. And then he like kept asking me questions, and I was like, uh-huh. Then John, my roommate, came out of his room and was like, oh, this is happening. And then he went back in his room and I w- was trying to make eyes at him to be like, say an emergency's happening. Yeah, <laughs> say yeah, something's yeah. happening. And then finally he's like, well, I guess I got to get back home. And I was like, all right. And he's like, yeah, text me. And I was like, yes, I will. Yeah. And then I unmatched him. And then I think this is him. Oh, boy. But he just said, hey, Nicole, how are you doing? Like, he didn't remember. But then I was like, how many big black women are you fucking that we all blend together? And then I'm going to forget that dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that dick. It was the worst dick I've ever seen. No. I Didn't you saw, talk about you had that one really, really small that dick? One was was that one was bad. Story? That one was not good. Because he was like aggressive with his little dick. And he's like, I'm going to fuck you from behind. And I was like, with what? <laughs> I also, I've just been... I'm really horny. <laughs> and I want to fuck. 
But like, I kind of want to just like fuck somebody I know. Yeah. I'm. I don't want to fuck strangers anymore. Yeah. It just seems exhausting to have like the same conversation. Yeah. Also, then, someone you know will know a lot of the deal. Of just yes. like I'm gonna be out of town. I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna yes. be not. Here's my house. Don't yes. be a weirdo. Don't be a weirdo. You can be in there. I don't care. Whatever. But then, like a lot of our friends are getting all booed up, and or are perpetually single, and maybe yeah. there's something wrong with them. Also, I feel like a lot of our friends, and not that any of us are normal because we're mm-hmm. all like comedians, but like when you'll have sometimes like a late night conversation, they'll like reveal something that they believe mm-hmm. in vulnerability. I'd be like, "Oh wow, that's how you see the world. <laughs> <laughs> You're afraid of that, or you know, mm-hmm. the comedy community is not like a." You there's like little gems, yes. But a, a lot of those people are like, I think if you're not married by a certain age, it's like, it's a red flag. Stop! Don't say that. No, I mean, I mean the men. Okay, um, good. And that's maybe not fair, but I am kind of like. No, I mean, I think in the comedy world, especially like improv, because it's so incestuous, that if you aren't booed up by like thirty five ish. It is like there's something on you because there's so many great women yes, to like choose from. Yeah. I don't know. I just spend a lot of time uh, crushing on people and then never acting on it. Uh, I feel like I act on it and then get like my – I would act, would act on it and then get like – I don't know. It, it was so weird. There was like – when my single period of L.A. was – it felt so frustrating. Mm-hmm. And like – I remember, like, multiple times guys would sleep in my bed Mm. and do nothing. What? Yes. More than one occasion, a guy was like, I'm just, I'm like, I'm going to stay here. Like, can I sleep in your bed? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then not touch me. What? (laughs) And that is so, like, did you chicken out? What happened here? The wildest thing I've ever heard in my life. That is so wild to say that you want to sleep in someone's bed and then not do anything with them and then like one of those guys when i did like have to be like hey you know i like you right and they were like i was waiting for this (gasps) um was like oh i'm too good of friends with your roommates i don't want that to get messed up and i was just like you gotta be fucking kidding me (laughs) that is so fucking shitty. Yeah, but I, and that's where, like, sometimes, like, in my mind, I'm like, the girl is the last, is the person who, like, and this is not right, but, like, the girl's, mm-hmm. like, gives the ultimate, like, okay, you always want it, and if I say yes, you can get it. Like, mm-hmm. that's such a wrong perception where, like, guys are always like, if you're horny and a girl, you can just, like, step into a thing and get a guy. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> I will tell you so many horny girls who would love to be, like, well, here's the thing. I am horny, and I know that if I put my mind to it, I can get fucked within an hour. I just, A, don't want to fuck a stranger right now. I just like. It, Strangers are scary. I just am not into it right now. Two, I just don't want to have bad sex anymore. Like, I'm yeah. really tired of first time sex where I have to be like, this, I like this, this, I don't like. What do you want? Sure, I'll suck your dick. <laughs> Of course you like that. Like, I just, I would really love to fuck someone repeatedly. Yeah. Where, like, I know that it's going to be good. You start by being like, they know the baseline, what you want. Yes. Yes. 
they know I like having my pussy rooted around in. <laughs> rooted around in. You know, just putting some fingies in there. <laughs> I don't know. Life is bad. Also, I keep asking people, I'm like, do you have a friend for me? Yeah. Or like, do you, does your boyfriend have a friend? And the answer I get 100% of the time is, I do have like single guy friends or like my boyfriend has single guy friends, but like they're all in bad places. And I'm like, that doesn't mean we can't have sex repeatedly. Yeah, that's not a terrible place to. (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't know. Do you have friends? I, that's, yeah, I have friends. Single friends. I think so, yeah. We can figure this out. Um, I don't want to name names on air, but uh, yeah. I think it's crazy to be like, do you have friends? Does your boyfriend have friends? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just the two of us, and uh, we're on a little island. We live in our forest house. We live in our forest house. Good. Call back. (laughs) Thank you. Can you you look at my Tinder profile? I will. Ugh, this fucking man, Nicole. How's your weekend? I also matched with this lady who she was like, hi, where do you live? And I told her, not really. I said Atwater, even though I don't live in Atwater. Yeah, throw him off the case a little you bit. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like, I saw you on TV and you look like fun. And I was like, bah, bah, but do you want to fuck me? Do you know that is an interesting phenomenon? And maybe that's not what you're saying right now. I feel like in my past, uh, I am not really attracted to women, but I find that like women think I'm very attracted and mm-hmm. men think I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> gay men think I, gay men like me and I constantly get gay men being like, if I wasn't gay and then women are attracted to me, I'm attracted to women. I, I don't know. I, I like them all. What I really want is an effeminate man. I want a gay man who was oh. gay till he, he like decided to fuck me. Okay. Like someone on the border. Yeah. But even like super effeminate is fine. Oh, yeah. I didn't even mean like a gender presenting, but like sexuality. Like, yes. Someone who, honestly, they could be fully gay, like fully on the Kinsey scale, gay, gay as can be, never been with a woman. But just think it's a hoot to put their penis in you? Well, no, but they're like, maybe I'll do it and see how it feels. And they're like, I like it and I like her. Oh, that's. What a fun, specific fantasy. (laughs) (laughs) Like if Josh Sharp was ever like, I'll fuck you, I would say, yes, please. I bet he would, honestly. And then if he fell in love with me, I'd be like, great, this is my new new boyfriend who was gay and now is not. (laughs) (sighs) Is this the first picture in the series? Yeah, baby. This is you with the black dick. Yeah. Um, Do you think dildos like this are real or novelty? Like, are people using these? Yes. Wow. Not me, though. That feels wild. And I think people will be like, have you used that before? I think if I was using it, it would be in my profile. I think I'd be like, I use this dildo that come prepared. Yeah. Are you 28? No. Okay. I was like. (laughs) I don't know how to get into my Facebook to change it because it stays logged in. Okay. But I guess I could change it now. I just have to... Well, it's logged in. Maybe I go to settings. I don't know. This I couldn't soup change it very, before. Very cute. Hmm? Um, this soup picture. Thank you. Especially since I've heard tell uh, tale of that you don't like soup. I hate soup. This is a funny callback. <laughs> ben Green did that. His Photoshop is so funny. This is a fun picture of you in a suit, a bodysuit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Showing that body so people Another. know what they're getting. <laughs> 
It's me instead of holding the dick, I'm holding the ghost. Oh, your makeup's very pretty in this. Thank you. Um, pineapple picture. Thank you. I like this car picture. The Clyde picture's fun. You get so many um, different styles because of your wigs and everything. Yes, I well, I try to like put a bunch of different wigs just so they'll see. Like, people know I change my hair a lot. I think this is fun. I would maybe order these differently. Okay. Like, maybe not the big dildo black dick first. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe that goes against, uh, well, I think this is just fun. I think that, like, if I'm being honest, this is not your most flattering picture. Okay. And I don't mean that it's not flattering, mm -hmm. but I mean that, like, uh, I think, like, this one. The pineapple one? The pineapple one or the car one I think is fun because that's okay. like, I think that is like, you're very pretty in this one, but also you're like, look, I'm silly. Okay. Um. So I would like, because I don't know, but it feels like that's the first one they're going to see. Mm -hmm. Um. And then let them kind of like, maybe I would even do like a rule of three and let this be the third like one. All right. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm going to do it right now. Nicole, have you been with older guys? No. In my 20s, I would sleep with like 38-year-olds. Yeah. Which is like, I think the oldest person I've been with. Except for this one man who was in his 40s and I only made out with him in front of a Wells Fargo. <laughs> um, I wonder if like this theory we were talking about earlier of like, maybe you need to get like a man and stop like getting with boys. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I'm fully, fully at a loss as to what, what to do. <laughs> I did sign up to, um, to be match made with a matchmaker, oh. but I didn't answer the question seriously. So I don't know if they think I'm serious. So then it's like an open Google doc on my computer where I'm trying <laughs> to answer it more seriously. I also think that like I wonder how much part of it is is that like if you're on the road you're not going to get like I would not want to get with someone on the road that feels like would be scary yeah that like maybe you need to like maybe these are the stupidest suggestions but like do like a non-comedy related activity like a pottery class oh my god I don't have time know, to do I know, a pottery. I know, I know, I know. I guess I do. I do have like lulls in my schedule. I'm in a lull right now. But um, I guess. Or like, I'm trying to think of like, because they say a lot of just like, you got to put yourself out there. Mm -hmm. the, and like, a lot of it is like an odds game. It's just like meeting people. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and part of me, what's tough about the UCB community is it so often feels like you've met everyone you're going to meet. Yeah. I mean, you're a little bit more out of the, like, mm -hmm. the run-of-the-mill kind of thing. Um, but or maybe it's, like, a, a newer person. I don't know. But also, like, what's tough is then, like, everyone gets so weird about ego, about, like, being in different places of careers. And yeah, and I also do not want to date someone who's still excited about an improv show. Oh, yeah. Like, I do them. I love improv. But I'm not like, you skippity-doo. Today's the day. I'm going to my show. Yeah. Or it's, that, like, wants to be like, can we just, like, talk second beats? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I've been there, done that. I've nerded out enough. Yeah. I, j I, I can't. 
Yeah. Uh, I feel like stand-up is worse. Oh, um, everyone is so damaged and fucked up. Yeah, I will say, like, as much as everyone makes fun of improv, at least, like, people are <laughs> cheery on the outside. <laughs> uh-huh. Even people who I've met and, like, I'll watch their sets and then, like, talk to them in the green room and be like, oh, you are nicer than you present on stage. Mm-hmm. Even then, I'm like, you still... I'm always so worried about, like, oh, you're going to make fun of me. You're going to be mean to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of them are can be very nice, but also, like... Everybody has depression in the stand-up world. <laughs> Everyone is slightly clinically depressed. Or an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Like, and also like the type of alcoholic that's not like in recovery, but like proudly. Mm-hmm. Like this is a <laughs> this is a part of my personality. Mm-hmm. I'm a Sagittarius and an alcoholic. And a raging alcoholic. <laughs> well, I think improv is like, well, I'm gonna leave my house to like get on a stage with seven other people and yeah. see what we can build comedy-wise. Whereas stand-up, you're like, especially like on the road, you're like, the audience sometimes are the first and only people I talk to today. Yeah. So, and I'm mad at them if they don't like my jokes. <laughs> it's their uh-huh. fault. Uh-huh. <laughs> it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. This fucking crowd. I do get mad at crowds sometimes. A lot of times. Some, yeah. Sometimes I will just be like, why are you so scared? But then sometimes I will be like, I think it's like the club's fault of like, why is it fully lit in here? Yeah. Like, or things like that are like, I don't know. I did a show in Silver Lake at a bar on Hyperion, and all of the lights were on. There was just a stool and a microphone in the middle of the room, no stage, nothing. I walked in. I said, this must be a prank. This can't be real. (laughs) But it was. The show started. People were going in and out of this door that was closing so loud. Yeah, that's so distracting. It was so distracting. I started my set. And they weren't laughing, so then I started laughing at the punchlines. And I was yeah. like, well, if you're not going to laugh, I'm gonna I'll laugh fun. at me. Ooh, it was a bad show. It was not fun, and I hated it. But I try really hard not to, like, shit on rooms when I'm in them. Yeah. But I'll shit on them on my podcast. <laughs> yeah, BB. I one time, uh, through uh, our friend Gilly, got set up with this, like, corporate stand-up thing. Mm-hmm. And they were going to pay me $300, so I was like, sure, I'll do anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And they wanted me to come downtown to roast their bosses for this, like, Christmas party thing. And it was, like, a ballroom that – it was a surprise I was coming. Uh At first they weren't going to give me a microphone. And I'm like, please give me a microphone or else it's going to be so (laughs) awkward. And it was like – they're like, we're not going to explain who you are. We're not going to ensure you're just going to show up. And in my mind I was like, you are not setting me up to succeed in any no. fashion they set you up to be a crazy woman from the streets yeah. shouting about this man and they were all in like black tie attire uh-huh and like w- one of the only jokes that they did enjoy is i like walked in and i was like you ever walk into a room and know for sure you're the poorest one there <laughs> <laughs> and they were like yes more of that <laughs> <laughs> we like what this poor woman has yeah. to say yes the plebeian is speaking and praising us uh, but, yeah, it was so weird. But I was like, I'm going to get through this 20 minutes. And then somebody, then I'm like, immediately I was like, Venmo me that money now. <laughs> 20 minutes? It was something weird. I had to like also roast them within them. And the things they gave me to roast them for were like so insane. And like, it was like, I don't know. It wasn't anything. And I was like, I got to make up jokes from these three facts. That's so wild. What's one of the facts? Do you remember? I'm trying to think of like one person, I think like, drinking was a thing and i was like are we do we all agree that this person (laughs) thinks this is funny because carol's Um, an alcoholic and everyone's like yeah 
that Carol's a mess. And then Carol falls down. Yeah. Carol's husband's crying. <laughs> we can't get uh, her to stop. Corporate comedy is um, hard. Those gigs yeah. are very hard. Well, I yeah, I did like an improv thing at like a bar mitzvah once, and I, it's always just like get me through this, pay me my mm-hmm. money, and then I'm at, it must like on a different level of like what sex work is like. Yeah, probably. Uh, colleges are kind of like that. College kids are very self conscious and don't want to laugh, and are very like. That's wrong. That's why I didn't laugh. That's based on a stereotype. That's why I didn't laugh. I was at a show where no one was laughing and I was laughing super hard at one of the comics and people kept looking at me and I was like, huh. why? <laughs> it's a comedy show. Yeah. Why aren't you laughing? Yeah. I do think that we are like, I don't know this right now, like the climate of everything is like we're. We're trying to figure out our limits mm-hmm. of things. And some people will be like, I'm offended on behalf of that person. And then that person will be like, you don't need to be offended on behalf of my, I get to decide if I'm offended. And they're like, okay. <laughs> Somebody said one time, like, uh, like my, uh, you can't say that my brother's retarded. Mm-hmm. And part of me is like, no, if you hold that belief, it should be like, I just think that's wrong. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't ever be, don't do that, it affects me. <laughs> well, that's like um, like when Trump was like grabbing by the pussy and some men were like, you can't say that, you know, I got daughters. And it's like, oh, yeah. I mean, you should just care about people. You shouldn't have to quantify a woman because you know one. Yeah, I do think it's so silly when people are like, whoa, I had a daughter and now I get it. They're mm-hmm. people. But it's like our people. Yeah. What you mean is now one belongs to me. (laughs) (laughs) One is mine. Yeah. Now one's my property. So you can't do it to my property. Oh boy. Wait. So you said you have single men in your life that you can send to me. I think. I think I'll. I'm gonna. I'll make a a think list. Okay. Um. I wish I had more people who aren't. I'm gonna have to think about people who aren't connected. Mm Hmm. To UCB. I have one single brother okay. now, um, but he he's a, a little bit of an enigma, um, but okay. he might move here in January. I love that your whole family is moving here. <laughs> they really are. All of them. They're, They're like, all getting on the train. Pittsburgh. <laughs> we love LA. And it makes my mom so mad at me. She thinks I'm like the fucking Pied Piper. <laughs> you kind of are. You're like, here's a better life. Here's another question. Would you date me, Mary? Would I date you? Um, I think we would have a lot of fun. I think I am not attracted to like, I get attracted to people kind mm-hmm. of thing. So I think we could have like a, a very platonic, like, uh, like kissing relationship. <laughs> I think that's as much as I would feel comfortable doing. You wouldn't root around in my puss? <laughs> but I don't know if I would like want to root around in your puss. Fair. But All I think right. that like, yeah, that we could... But I wonder if um, uh, and I have this like inside joke that he's going to be a third in our marriage, <laughs> <laughs> which would be such a funny, weird third. It um, would be so weird. Yeah. But if I could get him to open up, I mean, maybe I'd just invite him along. <laughs> he is also he's a mystery to me. I he doesn't we I don't know. I don't know very much about him. My favorite um, game when I have like nothing to do is to like thought think what that person you know like the moment when you're like about to fuck and you turn it on Mm -hmm. what are people like 
I love thinking about like a friend or like oh, a colleague yeah. and being like, what is that moment when like their mm-hmm. eyes turn into an animal and they mm-hmm. turn it on? And they're like, oh, I want you. Yeah, because sometimes like in that moment where you like you see it, you're like, <gasps> and sometimes, sometimes like it doesn't happen as fun as you want. You can see it in an improv scene. Oh. Several people I fucked from the improv world started when I saw them. You saw the flash. See me sexually in a scene, which is insane. Yeah. Mary, we've come to a close. <laughs> Do you have anything you'd like to promote? Do I have anything I'd like to promote? Um, I will promote this. Uh, Justin Michaels' Bad Reception got released today. Yeah. Um, and you were on it. Yeah. Uh, I was on it. Um, go to audible.com, I think, underscore bad reception. Mm-hmm. Um, and download that because I think it's a lot of funny people are on it. And I think it's going to yeah. be really great. It was a good time. I had fun. All right, Mary, thank you so much for being here. If you liked this episode of Why Won't You Date Me, please subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you leave me something nasty, I'll read it on my podcast. I'll read it on an episode. So ethnically sourced porn star said, hey, girl, let me pee in your butt. Rachel810 said, ooh, baby, do I love this podcast so much. Nicole's a revelation. I hear she loves Ample Hills Creamery because she's got great taste. Nicole, please let me massage your Ample Hills and chomp on your ooey gooey butter cake. Oh, that was fun. I liked it. And then this is from uh, Khan, K-A-N-W-9-3. Your podcast is amazing. Also, I would be honored to tongue punch your fart box until you pass away. (laughs) (laughs) That one was like fun, goofy, and then murderous. (laughs) Yes. I don't want to pass away while someone is fucking tonguing my asshole. That seems awful. Can you believe like that on the like autopsy report? (laughs) Well, she got tongue too hard and died. Yeah. Analingist to death. Oh, is that what it's called? That's what they they wouldn't say tongue tongue fucked. <laughs> Are you sure a medical examiner wouldn't say tongue fucked to death? Probably not. But isn't analingus a funny little term? I like it. I think that's the technical term. All right, Mary. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. You're welcome. You sound like you're falling down a well. <laughs> Imagine falling in a well. How? I don't know. How? And also saying thank you on the way down. <laughs> thank you. Like it's your fetish. <laughs> but truly, how do you fall in a well? You I've get... never seen a well, really. Well, a well has a pump. Oh. So like there's no reason for you to look in it. It'd have to be an old timey one with a bucket. Oh, I guess so. And then like not to well shame, but that would be your fault. It would be, you fucking dumb dumb. <laughs> I'd be so sad if I fell into a well. Oh, yeah. I think I would but kill someone myself. someone would definitely find me. I'm super loud. Oh, and plus with that echo? Yeah. It would just amplify all around the forest. So that's where wells are, right? Next to the forest house? I think so, yeah. A third call, or no, second call back to forest house. This episode's ended. (laughs) Bye-bye. A Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. 
We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, no, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious.